First Lieutenant Sean Elliott sat sweating in an MRAP in the ass end of Afghanistan, waiting for the convoy to roll. He wasn't a new one LT, though no one here knew him directly. He'd pinned it on a year ago. A month ago, he had been on his first convoy and his first firefight. Neither had been noteworthy. Some RIF had shot at them. They shot back and rolled through. He could honestly say he'd exchanged fire with the enemy, though. Or, rather, one of his troops had, and he hadn't ordered them not to. Hopefully this trip would be easier. He was tagged onto a mixed convoy of civil affairs people, meeting locals to offer them continued money and infrastructure improvement, to do some obvious and surreptitious checking for hostile development, to relocate stuff between COBs, and to deliver some vehicles. It was hot and dusty, and sweat beaded behind his wily eye pro. Then it steamed. He wrinkled his brow to dislodge them so they'd clear a bit. Sweat pooled in his pits, down his back, and in his crotch. They had A.C., but until they rolled, the doors were ajar. He thought about a red bull, but decided to wait. Troops trudged back and forth, some boarding the convoy, some crossing between vehicles on some task or other. Ahead, someone was under the hood of another vehicle. That might mean swapping out or dispersing that load. One of the trudging troops stepped closer to the vehicle and asked, Sir, do you have room for one more? He looked her over. The uniform said Alexander. She carried a camera bag. You're our photographer? Yes, sir. Three other vehicles passed me around and sent me back here. Sounds normal. Yes, we have a seat. Jump in. Thank you, sir. She had a ruck, a duffel, another bag, a weapon, the camera bag, and she wasn't large, though not some skinny waif either. She looked about thirty and unremarkable. She struggled and grunted to get her gear aboard, but didn't ask for help or play weak. Good. She climbed in back and sat next to Caswell, who had been the token female. Caswell was USAF security, along for the purpose of searching any local females they might have problems with. You never let a man search a woman in A-Stan. It would lead to an instant riot. A lot of soldiers didn't like airmen and vice versa. It wasn't just inter-service rivalry. The two branches operated differently and had some conflicts. When they both did the same mission different ways, it rubbed people. Caswell was dressed for the mission, presented honestly, and seen professional. He'd accept her as that. The hood slammed on the vehicle farther forward, and with thumbs up, three men jogged to board it. The radio called, Charlie 8, confirm status, over. He keyed his headset mic and replied, Charlie 1, we are ready to roll, over. After releasing the mic, he said, Still ready as we were ten minutes ago, Major. At the wheel, Staff Sergeant Bob Barker smiled and almost snickered as he shook his head a fraction, then leaned back behind his eyewear. He looked like some NASCAR racer with a stash that pushed regs. Sean took a deep breath because there was nothing to be gained from stressing out. It would take as long as it took, and they'd roll when it was time, probably two hours late. Apart from the unregulation mustache, Barker looked crisp. He periodically revved the engine a bit. That wasn't really necessary for diesels, but it didn't hurt anything. In the back was a mixed bag. Armand Devereaux, medic, Ramon Ortiz, a veterinary NCO who was going to be helping the locals with goats. He would man the M240B on the first leg. They had a cooler full of caffeine, other drinks and candy, and bottled water. What rank are you, Alexander? Sergeant, sir.
Are you getting out anywhere? At the first stop, apparently. Furderer? Caswell said, That's where I'm debarking. C.O.B. Furderer. Good. Battle buddy for the time being? Sure. Elliot was glad of that. Caswell had been the only female in this end of the convoy, and she seemed a bit high-strung and remote. Really, everyone for that stop should be on one vehicle. Troops wanted to be with their own elements, though, and some had assigned positions. When the juggling was done, it was always a mess. He spoke loud enough for everyone and said, We're stopping there briefly, then continuing on. This vehicle and the one behind are stopping at C.O.B. Furderer. Then we fill into the others and continue.